When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network, home of comedy, <laughs> culture, <laughs> adventures, and ghosts. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And boys, <gasps> I have returned. Gil. I know that my presence back on this show has made you quit your job. And I'd just like to say, cunt, I won. <laughs> oh, that's, how good is that, Sean? How good is hearing the dulcet tones of Joel Dusha back on this show? How good's looking at that face? I gotta say, it was suspicious when you flew into the country. I think it might have been the day that Gil resigned. So were you flying back for a job interview? Uh, well, it was also my birthday, so nice Jeez. of the AFL to... Uh, what a present! Give me the present we all wanted, which was yeah. Gil getting the ass. Yeah, man. <laughs> they could have done a few more things. Eddie Maguire fired into a cannon into the yeah. sun. Yeah. That would have been good. Um, Tex Walker never allowed to play football again. Also would have yeah, been great. Taylor, Taylor Walker. Please. Sorry, sorry, sorry. There's only one text, Tom, and that's uh, Wanganin. Yeah, sorry, Taylor Joel, Walker. Jolly, are you? A bit annoyed in hindsight that you wasted your birthday wish on Gil being fired. Oh, sorry, Gil resigning in disgrace. No, no, it was just Gil resigning, wasn't it? Gil yeah. resigning rather than an Essendon win. Yeah, so it uh, would have been nice if I probably used my wish for my team to make a miraculous turnaround of the season and uh, stop playing like fuckheads. But again, Taylor Walker getting booed horrifically happened the weekend just before my birthday, so I feel like that was a little bit of extra birthday juice. Maybe my wish actually came true just a weekend early. I hadn't seen the booing until you um, yeah. alerted me about it today with a classic, one of the good things Kane Corns has done, where it's just yeah. like, do you have a problem with that, Kane? No, no problem at all. He deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, footy media, put it all in the fucking bin. Mm. And... uh Sean, got a question for us? Oh, fuck. <laughs> How good's footy? Sean, this week, uh, <laughs> I would say, you know, like, and I know that this is a footy show, but often it's like, how good's footy is like primarily 
an AFL podcast, but its secondary function is a movie podcast. Correct, correct. Saying this week was mixed when it came to footy, when it came to footy, is kind of like seeing uh, a movie that's getting across the boards two out of fives and being like, "Yeah, it was mi- mixed responses from critics." Where critics <laughs> have come out and been like, "This movie actually made me sick." <laughs> so what you're saying is, if we're going on the movie tangent, uh, this weekend of football is uh, Morbius. The Batman. <laughs> oh! I'm brave enough Fuck. to say it's too long. Get fucked, Matt Reeves. <laughs> Tighten it up. Very, very brave. Jeez. Um, but yeah, it's uh, this, this weekend of, of my audio's is- peaked. Fucking Batman. <laughs> God, brooding cunt. Uh, this weekend of football is uh, scoring like a 50% of Rotten Tomatoes, a 40 on Metacritic. It's in the yellow, <laughs> but oh, just. But there's a couple uh, of people out there who will say it's their favourite film slash weekend of football. Yes, well, for me, yes. I had a great, but footy was good. Footy, footy was, was five good, stars. Footy was, I guess, everything, everywhere, all at once. A great film. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. Did someone, did someone recently do a mini Hollywood Express, Sean? You can't call it a Hollywood Express. I went with the intention of doing it, of doing Didn't a longer day. Didn't stop all day. stations. It was the Hollywood Express Express. <laughs> Made the wasn't perhaps- direct <laughs> double feature. It was a double feature. That's yeah. exactly correct. A, a, a DIY one. double. There you go. Yeah, yeah. like, I don't um, think, Tom, I know you love to get excited, but I don't think you can be throwing around, like, even, like, the taste of a Hollywood Express unless three movies or more are being consumed. Uh, Hollywood That's Express true. doesn't come into it until, well, like, four and above, I think. Yeah. Or the Joel Dusha. Classic five films in a day. Was uh, it five? It was five. Yeah, could have done. Six. You could have done a sixth. And you? let me tell you, it's oft- often people talk about this. Like, how hard is it to watch five movies in a row at the cinema? Let me tell you, one of the easiest things we've ever done. <laughs> I went with the intention of doing more, but yeah. I made perhaps the wrong call. In the first film that I watched was the best film that I've seen this year. And yeah. I was completely rattled, and I was like, I don't know if I can like sit there and concentrate from any and watch more Mobius. Morbius. Morbius, yeah, Mobius. I, I don't, I, I no don't even I can care. make it through to Morbius at the end of the day. But yeah. I did watch Michael Bay's film Ambulance. Um, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Is is Ambulance written in a way where the L and the A in Ambulance are LA. like? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's. So- yeah. It's oh, actually yeah. called Ambulalance. No, so they're, they're not capitalized. <laughs> it's just anything. So, like, when you look at the poster, Tom, it just says Ambulance. No yeah. special font. But anytime the title card comes up, the L and the A fade in first, and then the rest of Ambulance comes in. Hmm. Or <laughs> uh, I think the, the full title is on, and then the L and the A sort of t- turn to, like, say, the color green, and they linger for a bit longer. Yeah. yeah. He just wants to make sure you know it's in LA. Yeah. Oh, um, man. I will say this, in a surprise, great film. Well done, Bay. I've heard it's... Uh, Absolute Bayhem. He's back. He's back on the big screen <laughs> with a smaller budget. Hope he stays that way. He is like, we're getting sidetracked from footy here, but Michael Bay, if he does the mid-sized budget films, he is the better version of Pete Berg. That's what I think. Oh, That's oh, what, yeah. Everybody knows it. Come on. I, um, yeah, no, I'm actually pretty excited to see Ambulance at yeah, uh, the same. cinema. Apparently, it's a good cinematic experience, and oh, it could actually a, be part of... Um, I've got the week off, mostly, due to the fact that I've been back in the country for like four days. So, entire team that I usually work with, very jet-lagged, needs some time off. Yep. Uh, a cinema is within five to five-hour walk from my house. Five that's, minutes that's to five-hour walk from beautiful. my house. So Perfect. I will just say this. Name. To anyone who wants to see Ambulance, it is a fantastic film. Um, if you don't like blood, Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> there was a scene in it where I, I, I'm not afraid to say, I looked away from the screen. I just did what Whoa. I had to do to protect myself. Yeah, no, that's Is good. That, you just got it done. That's, I would have thought doing the podcast Scaredy Boys, new episodes every Friday, would have set you to be okay with blood, Sean, but apparently not. There is, there's movie blood, Tom, and then there's like Michael Bay directing an ambulance going 150 kilometers down a highway while someone's got their hand inside another man's body performing surgery. <laughs> <sighs> I, I heard they did that for real. <laughs> Method. That's not a stunt team. That's a guy who got injured. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, before we get into this round of footy, because look, I feel like that uh, in my absence, something that has been uh, sometimes comes across as an afterthought, and it could be because of where my AFL team is currently sitting on the ladder, but something I really want to highlight is how intense our AFL fantasy league has been for the first five rounds. Ooh, going off. So- Sean, I was uh, Sean, Tom, you both aware of this. Sean, you were running the comp last year as well. I'm not scared to say this. Last year, a lot of people halfway through the season lost interest and became in what many would call shit cunts. Yeah, a lot of shit stains in our league last year. Yeah. <clears throat> a lot of people that just gave up, just stopped, stopped making trades, stopped thinking about it. This year, though, across the board, a lot of people either score in 2000 or at least tickle on the toes of that. Good effort. And, uh, yeah, I love what I'm seeing. Um, Sean, you had one of the biggest rounds of all time this week. You went off, and I, unfortunately, (laughs) I did not go off and had to face you, where a couple of experiments blew up in my face. Look, Tom, and because of the nature of our league, where we have the um, the absolute A-grade elite, and then we have the reserves comp, you and I are playing again in the other league this week. So, two weeks in a row of Coach Carno. Um, I fear it's going to be the same result. I hesitate to give you advice because you're my sworn enemy this week. Yeah. You've got to fix your ruck, mate. Yeah, I do. Who's, your, who's your number is... one ruckman? Is it Jared Witz? It's Jared Witz right now. He's a he's a cheapy ruckman of the yes. of the better guys. Well, here's the thing, And then sure. your backup ruckman's Darcy Fort. That's a disgrace, mate. Lift your game. It's See, bleeding. This is what I said. <laughs> I had an experiment where I went after a few other different picks and yeah. none of them have panned out for me, unfortunately. I took a risk. Sometimes sometimes you've got to put your full back at full forward just to see if you can win the game. And sometimes you can. Yep. Didn't work for me on the weekend, so I'm going to have to reassess I, a few I things. Understand. Tom, I understand the pain. Sometimes in this league, you're making moves that you hope come to fruition four weeks from now. Yep. And maybe There look- is uh, still, after five rounds, there is three teams that are undefeated, which is a huge, huge effort. Yep. And they're all looking scary. Hmm. Well, considering Sean, I just want to put in perspective how good you were on the weekend. So I was first in the ladder on the ladder for the Resis comp, not as good as the A graders, yep. but you know, I still was in a pretty good position. I'm now seventh. Sean, you have <laughs> destroyed me. Yep, that's because that was a mirage. That ladder. If you switch that from head to head to overall, as in points, total points scored, you're in struggle town, Tom. You got to you got to lift. I... Got to fucking lift. I've backed some horses that have... What I'm really annoyed about, though, is I've done the classic thing where I'm like, Zach Butters, you've been shit me all season. You're out. I'm bringing someone else in. Zach Butters then plays the best game he's played. Sean has Zach Butters. Meanwhile, the guy I brought in for Zach uh, did not perform to standard. Mm-hmm. Well, Tom, I also traded out Zach Butters, but uh, luckily for me, I made a hectic decision that paid off. Rolled the dice, performed big time, feeling good. Yep. Who'd you bring in for Butters? 
so I had, uh, I think I had Rochelle on the bench. So I traded out Butters, used the juice that I got from that to bring in. <laughs> oh, that's right. I traded out Crips and Butters, used the extra money to bring in Brayshaw, as in Angus. Huge. Um, <clears throat> that's that's brought, coaching. That's coaching. And then craft. brought Rochelle off the bench, chucked him into my forward line. Now that's this is pod racing. Jesus, yeah. that's good. That is Tom, good shit. You've yet to pull off a classic coaching move yet. I, Douche I has thought, just done one. He's brought in Brayshaw. I did yeah, one when I've, I destroyed when I broke Joel's heart with my yeah, captaincy switch. No, the, the game of inches, only, mate. I've, I've got to I've got to find a a, a play for this way because there's yeah, and again my my backline is is costing me. I've got I've two tw- twice this year. I've had an A grader in the backline do a hammy. And score 40. Twice. Mm. I'd also just like to uh, quickly shout out uh, Wayne Dusha, my father, for uh, some (laughs) handy advice that is, I think, going to pay off in round six for me, which is pay, at the start of the season, pay so much attention to rookies that will get a game, fill your bench with them. Because then, start earning a bit of cash, trade them out, and all of a sudden, maybe you can be uh, swapping a midfielder you've never played. And, uh, a shit cunt midfielder who I won't name because they play for my team out for bring back Paddy Cripps. And uh, then all of a sudden your midfield is looking beefy. Explosive. Yeah. It's juicy. Anyway. It's juicy. Uh, so the Fantasy League is, you know, kicking off big time. If you're part of it, you're already aware of this. If you're not part of it, don't worry. Next year, there will be even more leagues because we need all the listeners involved. That's my dream. Every single person listening <laughs> to this podcast has a team. <clears throat> so, Tom, Sean... Yes. Let's look into it. Uh, the Easter weekend of footy. So the games are scattered across five days. It's big stuff. And it started off with, uh, uh, in what many would call, especially if you're in a certain group chat on Instagram, a stressful win. But a win's a win no matter how dirty it is, Sean. And you beat Collingwood, which is the sweetest team to beat. They are the biggest cunts in the, in the world. <laughs> we know that, yes. Okay. So the win is yep. sweet. <coughs> Um, I should point out, I wasn't super active in the Brisbane chat on Friday, on Thursday, Easter Thursday night. I was, uh, boys, we support the arts on this show. We've just talked about cinema. We do. I was at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Yeah. Um, disgracefully double booked myself. Frustrating, but had to do the right thing. Support the arts. Yeah. Came back, watched the replay. One of those games where uh, I, was a, I was a bit flat. Great to get the win, but you got to bank these ones though. I hate how close it was. Um, yep. So yeah, fucking stressful. But yeah, you can't have. You're not going to play 22 weeks of perfect footy. So you've just correct when you play a bit like shit. Sometimes to bank the win is still a good thing, and that's what happened. And um, umpires can get fucked probably. I, Sean, I can't have that. I can't. What? what? I. I want to. I. You going to defend the umpires, boys? I've been at a long lunch today. You would, mate. Well, they fucking love Tommy Hawkins. You no. can defend them till the cows come home. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to defend umpires. What I'm going to say though is, well, actually, I'm going to defend umpires. Jesus. On one hand, and then on the other hand, I'm going to have Sorry. a crack at the at the media. Go on, AFL media. Hurry up. I like the descent rule. I like it a lot. We're we talking about Brisbane here. Or has this yes. become the Geelong hour? No, no, no. I like the descent <laughs> rule. I, Harris Andrews got that 50 paid uh, against him for the putting the arms out. I 
I know that at a lower level, there is a massive issue with umpires getting abused by try-hard wannabe dad fuckheads mm. who think their 13-year-old shit fuck of a half-back flanker is the next uh, Glenn Archer. Settle down. Uh, he's not even the next Henry Playfair. So just chill. But I think the if the if the dissent rule means that umpires are being abused less and that it starts to build into the game a greater respect for the umpires, because I think as much as we go off at them, it is so fucking hard to umpire this game because there are so many fucking rules and there are so many... The game is so fast. Like, Sean, if a player takes a mark, right... The umpire has to watch to see if they play on from the mark. Make sure they are back behind the mark. Make sure the opponent is either standing or if they're not standing is five meters away and make sure no one runs within the protected area. That's five things in a game that's pretty quick. All right. I like the dissent rule. I think it should stay. I think if you dissent, if you do that sort of shit, it's a 50. Chris Scott uh, and, and Sam Mitchell both said that the players both knew that the rules, these are the rules, this has been explained to them. Um, and I think it's a good rule and it should stay. And I am sick of the AFL media establishment, Seven and Fox Footy, on one hand being like, oh, it's important for the game. And then on the other hand, doing these clickbait things every game where there is a free kick that is very clearly, that's the, that's the decision. Like that's the rule to the letter of the law. And they go, what do you think of this one? Why are you asking a bunch of dumb fucks on Twitter? These fuckers wouldn't know a good rule if it bit him on the ass. I watched in one of those threads someone argue that Taylor Walker was a good guy who had been painted poorly by the media. Like in the same thread about free kick counts. Don't ask those people. Those people are fucking idiots. All right? The media needs to shut the fuck up. We need to shut the fuck up. We need to be better with umpires or I'm going to be paying out 50 metres to you, Sean. And I'll be directly in front and there's a chance I could still miss, but I might kick it through. I think what's going to happen is already what's starting to happen. And I think that maybe this rule is, it's working on the, well, it's sort of working on the field, but I think what it's also doing is people just venting their frustrations elsewhere. So players that cop a dirty call um, are then still angry. And then the fan base give away a 50 and then everyone's just angrier, um, which then results in the media circling back on that. So I feel like this is actually probably well, going to end up being sh- worse for the umpires. Media should shut the fuck up. Stop doing it. Stop doing this shit stories. Like, all right, there was a free kick paid. Guess what? Move on. The game is over. Like, shut up. Talk about... talk Like, our, the AFL media should be put in a hole. We should fill that hole in and keep, like, four people. And then start again. There are so many brain-dead fucks who are talking about how... I, I had to watch... Three different pieces this weekend about how great it is that Taylor Walker's back playing. How good is it that he's back? It's like he's come back from some life-threatening injury, not the fact that he's a racist dumbass. So many <laughs> people in the media conflate consequences of a player's actions. Toby Green. Like, there was fucking stuff about, oh, it's, we've missed you, Toby. Toby's missing games because he was a fuckhead to an umpire. Like... Get it through your heads. Like, what the fuck? Joel, what's the next game? I'd love to talk more <gasps> about Brisbane, but Tom's chewed up my allotted time. <laughs> Sorry, it's Sean. Look, it's an Sorry, I was coming in angry, and I didn't mean to take it out on you, but I think everyone should get fucked. <laughs> uh, next game, get fucked, Tom. And <laughs> it's all right. Hey, 
Uh, Sean, maybe we can talk about uh, Brisbane when the Geelong game comes up. That's the dream. Uh, North took on Western Bulldogs, and it went pretty much exactly the same as it did last year, except Josh Bruce wasn't there to kick 10. Take the game off him. No. no shut up, shut Sean. Up. Shut the fuck Sean, up. Sean, shut you're up. wrong. Shut, shut up. up. Fuck you. Nah, they do wrong. a lot for that hospital. Fuck I you. Am, I am wrong. Um, <laughs> take the game away from the Western Bulldogs, please. Yes. North Melbourne. Give them a 20-year contract for the game. I don't care. They deserve the game. They've worked hard. They're Yeah, they're a shit team. But hey, whatever. <laughs> don't pair them with a team. No disrespect to the Bulldogs. I know we have some listeners. I've been to Brisbane versus Bulldogs games. You motherfuckers don't turn up. You never do. Give it to a team. I hesitate to give anything to Carlton, but make it North Melbourne Carlton, because at least Carlton supporters turn up for games. That is one thing that... uh. I know that Carlton supporters are sometimes, across the board, horrific people. Yes. But they will turn up... And I think I've mentioned this on the show before. When Carlton is shit, Carlton supporters still turn up in the thousands, and then they sit and watch their team lose by 12 goals, and they cannot believe what they're seeing. They're slapping hats. (laughs) They're not leaving. They're just cracking the shits. They 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 never leave. They they never leave. The next week, the same thing happens, and they still can't believe it. Because I get the argument is we can't keep giving like these marquee games to the same, you know, Essendon, Collingwood, Richmond yeah. sort of thing. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Carlton don't really have many marquee games. Yes, they have their round one game against Richmond, which is usually first game of the yep. year. Outside That's of that, it. do Carlton have many? I don't think they have any That's real it. marquee games. And they're one of the biggest clubs. I just think pair, you got to give North Melbourne a chance. So don't. Pair them with a team whose supporters, I don't have a huge membership anyway, and supporters kind of don't show up often anyway. Yeah, give them Carlton, make it prime time. Uh, the Juicy. other Good Friday game was West Coast versus Sydney, which was another ten goal demolition. <laughs> Disgusting. Hey, how I think West Coast broke the record for the longest time without a score by a, by a side. What? Sad to watch. Like, I think it's the 47-minute mark before they scored, which I think is the longest time. I, I, that's the stat I saw. But, yeah, pretty that pretty good. Like, that. Sh- so, in in football, no one has, like, in the high no, for, for, Sorry, AFL. sorry. I think for West Coast. I think oh, for West Coast. Okay. That, Big difference. Yeah, yep. that's a huge difference. That's like a 150 years worth of games difference. Um, imagine, imagine if I was right the other way, though. Fuck. <laughs> Fox well, 40 do like this report card at the end of every round where they give teams, you know, whatever. I think Sydney probably got an A or an A+, plus, you would think. Yeah. I would have given him a C for this game. <laughs> Pretty sure the score at one point was 70 to 12. You can't let them kick fucking... Did West Coast kick nine goals or something in the end? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just disgusting. That is despicable. Yeah. The halftime score was 10-10 to two goals straight. Nothing makes me more upset in footy than a team taking their foot off another off a shit team's throat. Murder them. Well, yeah, because in the, in well, the and they quarter, still they, they yeah, yeah they still the, kicked seven goals in the last quarter. Yeah, Sean, listen to this. Third quarter, Sydney mm-hmm. kicked one goal too. That's where that's where you lose. Now, grand final day, they'll have a yeah. Sean, what do so they call the third quarter? This. The premiership quarter. <laughs> Sydney, Sydney. You heard it here first. Sydney yeah. can't win the flag. <laughs> Put a line through him. Yep. <laughs> Despicable. Gemma, this is on you. Uh, uh, then we roll into Saturday. 
where St. Kilda, uh, you know, just uh, got it done against Gold Coast. Mm. Um, Tuke Miller, how's he, how's he traveling? Uh, his value going down significantly. Matty Rowell he, also not quite paying off. Matty yeah. Rowell's gone from my team. Oof. Yeah, pull the trigger. Uh, I've got to make some big choices. He's making some waves today. He's doing his usual Q Clash media bullshit ahead of the Brisbane game this week. Talking <laughs> it up. How much he hates Brisbane. I actually get a bit sick of that. It's like, Tuke, why don't you have that attitude for every fucking game you play and your team might have some success. Oof. And he annoys you're, you're you're coming in hot, Sean. Yeah, I'm a bit annoyed at every everything. This is what happens when people steal my Brisbane time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it again too. And Tom, I've got to say, I'll just let people know you're coming to my house after this recording. Expect a frosty reception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. Uh, <laughs> no hug for you at the door, mate. Just a fucking cold handshake. I'm going to run my hand under cold water before I shake it. <laughs> I'm going to sit on my hand and fart into it before I... (laughs) (laughs) Now, look, Sean, look, I wasn't having to go at what... I had basically had a weekend where that feeling started on Thursday and we had five days of footy. I don't care. And just built to this week. I I honestly don't care. I'm going to fight Damian Barrett, probably. (laughs) Going to find him. It's won me back. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, it's pretty early in the season, but yeah, Damian Barrett has just popped up his head again and reminded us why we all hate him and That's why true. this podcast will never be successful in AFL media because threatened to kill the former head, well, current but soon to be former CEO and Damian Barrett. Um, Does, um, if I shared some balance with you, Sean, would that make you soften on Tuke Miller? Go on. So 32 touches, 16-16. Yeah. Zero tackles. Yeah, zero tackles. You picked the worst fucking game to try and convince me of his balance. I know he had zero tackles. Pretty sure he had zero tackles the week before. He's lost his balance. He has no inner peace at the moment. He's going to come out and try and punch one of my team. (laughs) Um, That's terrible. Adelaide rolled out uh, and rolled Richmond. Um, Top five worst people that currently play AFL kicked five goals. He got I'm only kicked, saying though, top which is five. Good. Pardon? Oh, yeah, he, he did get kicked. kicked. Yeah. <laughs> did he get oh, kicked? Oh, did, you see off? did you see that he had a big old sook about it and said if that had been me, I would have been out for a month? Now, is he <laughs> saying that if he had to kick someone, he would have got more? Or is he complaining about that his suspension was too... Like, mate, you don't have a kicked leg to stand on. You're, hmm. a, you're a former captain of a club. You're not an 18-year-old kid. You have been caught being racist to a so- player. You, you, you are you again. Oh, I'm learning. You've not fucking learning. You're a, you're an adult man. I don't need to fucking learn that. Hey, boys, did we have to learn that today? Not to be nah, racist. No, no. Fuck him off. Pretty good. The the pity party for Tex Walker. God, we we play him at GMHBA, and I hope Boom. Zach Tui plays on him and just headbutts the fuck out of him. <laughs> you gonna go to that one, Tom and Boo? I honestly, I'm not a booer. I fucking might. The fact that people are yeah. more up in arms about Taylor Walker being booed than they were about Adam Goods tells you a lot about the way the footy industry is run, isn't it? Hope he gets booed every week for the rest of the season and then retires. I hope he is booed so much he cries and then retires because that's what he deserves. Don't be a prick. There's mm. no, there's no welcome home text. Sorry, Taylor. There's no welcome home, Taylor. Stay I out of my getting booed. He gets. He's getting booed while he's having a set shot at goal. Misses. 
turns back around, tries to give it to the crowd that uh, booed him, like yelling back at the crowd, trips, does his knee, and then everyone <laughs> goes from booing to laughing. And as he does his <laughs> knee, his pants fall down and he shits. <laughs> yes. The pain, the pain twitches a nerve, and then he's like scrabbling around trying to pull his pants up. He can't stop shitting. He's slipping in his own shit. Oh, you know what, be good. You know what Taylor deserves? The, the quadruple ACL. Bring it back. <laughs> oh. Quaddy. I think it's, uh, it's also probably time to uh, probably bring back the chair. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no one's had a two-hour they... chat for a while either. Yeah. He's beyond two-hour chats. No, he's, he's beyond two-hour chats. It's time to fucking strap him into the chair, give him the chair. Yeah. I'm just trying to see who have they got next week. Oh, do you know, <laughs> this would be how Bevo <laughs> redeems himself, boys. At the start of the game, Tex takes Taylor takes a mark. He's going back. The crowd are booing him. He's like giving it to the crowd, and all of a sudden, you just hear Hamish McLaughlin on the telecast be like, "Oh my god, it's Bevo with a chair!" And he runs out <laughs> with his mo. He's ripped his shirt off. He's just in little like wrestling speedos, and he just cracks Walker with a chair, and then immediately announces his retirement and that his replacement is Sean Carney. <laughs> <laughs> just on Hamish. I swear I'm not trying to fight everybody today. I'm sick of him as a commentator. <laughs> I've actually always kind of liked him, but it was just too much on Thursday night. He's he's become like it's like someone needs to give him a two hour chat and say, You're a you're a play caller, not a storyteller. He's fucking every single player that gets the ball, he gives you their background, their fucking life story. It's like, we get it, mate. You've done research during the week. You fucking love this shit. Just call the play. Yep. Jesus Christ. Yep. Sick of that shit. Next up. Commentary's cooked. <laughs> next Again, up, we have. Footy Media. Just sack them all. Look, whoever the next CEO is, and I know you're listening to this, uh, Gemma, um, just appoint us to cover every game. Will we commentate them all? No, because some of them we won't like, but you'll get <clears> good commentary. We'll know players' names. We won't be racist, and we won't talk up sex pests. Yep. Annoyingly. Uh, worth probably noting that Jordan Dugowie also didn't die on the field, which, fingers crossed, it happens by the end of the year. That fucking... Oh, every that, article... That piece every of article, filth... Shut up, Tom. That piece of filth sorry. kicked four goals, and they were all fucking just cheap shit. Every article from the Brisbane game was about, oh, he's going to get a million dollars at the end of the... Why are we giving him a million dollars when oh, he's consistently been hang put on. up on assault and harassment? Tom, I just remember you took away your... Umpire speech, which again, important time and place though, maybe. Um, <laughs> took away from the biggest story of the week. My absolute highlight of this weekend of football, where <clears throat> Jared Lyons and oh, Jordan yeah. Dugowie were entangled. Dugowie gave away a free kick by grabbing onto Lyons' head. Uh, Dugowie throws the footy back to Lyons. The camera then is a close-up on uh, Jared Lyons. And look, my lip reading, probably not 100%, but <laughs> uh, he, call- <laughs> he called Jordan Dugowie a fucking dumb cunt to his face, which is- um, Make him the captain. Something I absolutely respect. Something I'm glad was caught on yep. television and something you can see if you head to the Haggard's Footy Twitter account because I filmed it and put it up there because I want the world to see. It's good stuff. That's why, that's why Jared Lyons got a longer contract. <laughs> um, Heroic deeds like that. <laughs> speaking of Brisbane though, Sean, Joe Danaher 
Currently the only player who've kicked multiple goals in all five rounds so far this year. The guy's a weapon. He's actually You've done it again. Straight. Yeah. I've fixed him up. <laughs> Hockey Neil, 200th game. He played well. It's good this stuff. is me just squeezing in a few Brisbane. Um, Darcy Gardner should have got a week for that. What a dipshit. <laughs> <laughs> what an angry, it's angry man. Through, so it's a crime of passion, so therefore allowed. Actually, that's true. Yeah. Yep. Mason Cox, though, very dangerous. I, I would have given him a week. Mm. Did, what did he get? He got fined, didn't he, in the end? He got a fined. But, like, he, look, by oh. all accounts, shut up, Tom. Mason Cox is <laughs> a very nice man, I think. Mm. A very good person. But he is a 211-centimetre fucking potato. He doesn't understand <laughs> how to play. He could have killed that guy because he jumped. Like, he was just never going to take the mark. He's actually got no fucking awareness. You watch him play sometimes. I don't know how he won that prelim final against Richmond back in the day because sometimes he just looks like he doesn't even know how to – he doesn't even know what a football is. I would say – What is he actually going for out there? Sean, there's a big chance they didn't give him a week because they know he's probably not going to play for another six after his performance against Brisbane. Fair enough. Yeah. I I will say one thing I found baffling (laughs) on the Thursday night commentary – was yeah. that Lee Matthews yeah. didn't know why he was wearing the glasses, <laughs> thought it was a I fashion it. choice, and I Hamish McLaughlin had to be like, oh, no, I think it's for a medical reason. And Matthews was like, oh, okay, then. And then, that was it. Lee like- Matthews said something like he felt sorry for whoever makes the glasses because they're not going to sell very many. <laughs> yeah. I just, like, but this the, is what The subtext I mean. of this that is- was Mason Cox is playing like shit. Well done, Lethal. <laughs> But again, uh, though, that's so shit that a guy in a commentary box doesn't know why that hey, is happening. They've wheeled him out for one game. I love it. Wheel him back in again. Put him in storage. Leave this him is the forever. same man who voted for the wrong person in the Norm Smith <laughs> right? medal. Yeah. Why is he still doing stuff? Oh, he's great. He's, he's, Old man I'm, lethal. Go back to the retirement home with no, half no, of no, Geelong. No. You shut your mouth. He's the best. Let him be. Next game, Joel. Uh, so that was... Uh, it's the last game on Saturday night, which was Melbourne absolutely steamrolled the Giants. Yep, Giants suck shit. Melbourne and, uh, are scary. Melbourne, yeah, Melbourne really looked like they w- they loved winning a flag last year, and I reckon pretty early on they're like, oh, another one could be all right. Mm. I have two things to say though, very quickly mm. about Melbourne. I think they're going to need to think carefully how they play because they don't want to end up Geelong in two thousand and eight. Richmond in 2018. Looked unstoppable all year and just fell over. So they've got a... That's surely every week, Goodwin's just got a photo of those two grand finals or the prelim and the, the grand final and be like, we don't want to be these fuckheads. So that's that's the challenge, I think. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's probably a bit too early to see how that will play out. But yeah, like... I just don't tank a couple of games just to arrogance is going to come into play for Melbourne yet, which is oh to be to be honest, <laughs> I, think it, I think it already has personally. I th- I'm, I'm with Sean. I think there's a bit of it already. Yeah. They've got to be careful. It's it's not all there. There's still a lot of good boys, but they've just got to stay good boys. Yeah, I think. Sorry, I was talking mainly supporters, but um, yeah, I guess some of the players. Yeah, no, I mean the players because. Mm. I would say if I had to highlight a problem that happened with the two teams that you just highlighted. It was big time arrogance, and nah. for some of those teams, uh, in fact, I'll go out on a limb and say for all of the teams mentioned, is still a big problem. Yep, that's that where it starts. I've, it's a cancer, <laughs> a huge, <laughs> huge problem. Yep. Um. Anyway, next game. Uh, and this, 
I'm sure Tom would have put the snake man, Jacob Reed, pretty much in hospital. Because at halftime, Carlton were up by 49 points. But the final score was 94 Carlton to 91 Port Adelaide. And Port had a shot with two minutes to go and missed. So uh, I was watching this game with Jacob. We went away for the Easter long weekend as a family. Um, We got chocolates for Easter from the Easter Bunny. Yeah. Shout out to the Easter Bunny. Jacob got like a red tulip bunny. They're they're, they're pretty big. They're oh, pretty yeah. tall rabbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is. Can I just say, red tulip, best of the best. Oh, yeah. gold standard. Uh, yeah. Easter mum, you did you did a good job. Well, the um, um, <clears throat> Easter mum got me Cadbury. Um, she's fired. <laughs> <laughs> I watched my brother, who doesn't normally eat a lot of sweets and stuff, take that red tulip bunny and delete it. During the third quarter, yeah, it was. I looked over; it was in his hands. I looked back at about the fifteen-minute mark of the third quarter. It was no longer; it was gone. <laughs> Gobbled it up. Dress eight, <laughs> like he was on a bunny, like he was on the track gobbling up right. runners. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, it was. Um, it was a stressful game to watch with him. Um, I think there was a bit of a interesting. We were talking about. Um, Umpires, there was a few demonstrative dissent things that I felt should have been paid, but I feel like all the media around it makes umpires nervous to do it because they don't want to create talking points. So just stop making talking points out. The, um, the games will be umpired fairly. But yeah, Port, you can't um, you can't let Carlton get 50 points up and then expect to almost win. Carlton, by the way, have just <laughs> played, I think, three games in a row where at halftime they went, nah, she'll be right. <laughs> yeah. Um, ran out of tickets. But, they um, did it against the Hawks, did it against... Well, Gold Coast, they lost, but they did at half time. They went, yeah, no, we're good. Your team's right. cooked, Tom. Mine? Yeah, to the point... I'm talking about Carlton. Yeah, I know, but I'm just... I'm thinking about... <laughs> <laughs> thinking about Geelong. <laughs> oh, what have you two done? I'm not in that group chat! <laughs> no, no, we haven't done anything. Is, no, I, sorry, I got confused because I did look at my phone. That's what Tom's referring to. And then uh, for some reason, just because you were talking, Tom, I assumed the conversation was about Geelong's when I came back into it. <laughs> what are we talking stuff. about? Carlton? Vossi. Vossi, he's done it again. The apprentice became the master, took down Ken Hinckley. It's good. It's good. Kenny, um, 0-5. Oh, do you know he's contracted? I thought it was just till the end of this year. It's actually next year as well. Mm. Oh, jeez. Sure they're a poor club too. Mm, cop that. <laughs> it's real weird. They've gone from yeah, they they're just not functioning, are they? No. It's um, the coach. I think it's speaking the coach. unfortunately of not functioning. <sighs> we were mentioning earlier that uh no one's had a 2-hour chat for a while. Uh I've got about 22 phone numbers I need to track down, potentially more, and uh I'm going to have to spend 44-hour uh, chat, 44 hours on the phone because Essendon speaking about giving up at halftime. My fucking God, what has happened to my club while I've been gone? They, they're doing the thing that is, because like, okay, your team, North Melbourne, for instance, you can see they're trying. Most weeks, at least. Essendon against Frio, we were competitive for the first half, and then in the third quarter, just like, ah, Pretty sick of this, I reckon. Just sick of playing footy, I guess. So, 
Yeah, hey, Matt Tabata, do you want to kick seven? Yeah. You... Fucking hell. Um, Have you seen that vision of Fredo Duff. players running away from a clearance and Essendon just like not even moving? Yeah, just, like, I have walking. seen that. And uh, yeah. there's really bad footage of Darcy Parrish. Just, actually, it might actually be that play. Literally yeah. opts not to tackle for some reason. It's insanity. Boys, what the fuck are you doing? The only thing I can take solace in here is that the media have torn them apart. So therefore... And it, we got Collingwood this week because it's Anzac Day. Huge. I mean... If there was a moment to redeem yourself. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Should have been this week, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, we were just coming off a win. We didn't need to redeem ourselves this week. But we needed to not do this. Anyway, yeah, look, Essendon, I- what the fuck are you doing? It was always going to be a fucked first three weeks because we had a really tough draw to start the season. But yeah, like when you're at round five and you look exhausted or like you don't give a fuck. Not great. Drop Darcy Parrish. Do it. Chase, yeah. Trade him. Get him out of there. No, no, no. Don't trade him. Just drop trade. him. Like, look, what nah, he did, disgusting. Nah, what's done is people done. on the field. Trade him. That- no, no, no. Send him, send him out of there. Yeah. Send him no, home reckon, to Geelong. I reckon I- send him down the highway <laughs> via the biggest sexy land. You can have him in 10 years when he fits into your club. Mm. Oh, woo, his, best friends, his best friend's with Reese Matheson, so bring him north. <laughs> <laughs> Where they could both play in the reserves. <laughs> um, on the flip side, though, Joel, um, we'd probably just have to mention it because we do have a few purple fans. Uh, Freo, they're looking pretty good. Yeah, who have they played? Well, players around there, like teams around them, where they yeah. should probably soft, they should win. Soft draw to open the year, just like last year. Okay. All they, right, beat mate. Adelaide saying- by, they beat Adelaide by a point. Yep. yep. They got flogged by Collingwood. Yep. Shit teams, both. <laughs> they beat GWS. Smashed the Eagles. Eagles, shit team. Yeah, beat GWS and beat Acidon. So they've beaten two teams Essendon. that finished in the top eight last year. Yeah, two bottom tier finalists. But that's about where they are. The year, they finished like, about 10th or 9th, right? Compare that to Essendon's draw, though, where they've played in their opening three games. They had fucking Geelong, Brisbane, <laughs> Melbourne. Like, yeah. Oh, look, oh, the only thing I would, the only reason I say that is that in previous years, no Fife usually meant no Freo, but they're finding the next sort of yeah. rung, which is good to see. I mean, and I know that Essendon, because it's it's hard. On one hand, if we just lost to Freo, I'd be like, that sucks. But when you look at all the like our team selection was already. I mean, our medical stuff. What's going on, guys? What What are you doing? Fix everyone, please. Yeah. Um. Need to, then- need to get some of that Brisbane magic. You've got one person on your injury list right now, Sean. One juicy. Yep. I, I'll um, tell you, it's interesting, Joel, because 
you actually took Brisbane's midfield coach this year. Huh. And that area has sort of fallen apart. Yeah, because our midfield was pretty much it was pretty good last year. Yeah. It was probably your your weapon last year. Yeah, yeah. Because our um, although the one massive weakness of last season is still very, very, very much there, which is the fact that we have no strategy to get our ball into our forward fifty. Um, we've Small taken forward, the help too, AFLW Carlton approach to. Uh, Peter Wright, which is just try and put the ball on his head. Yeah. And uh, defenders have caught on to that. Um, so, yeah, after kicking a couple for the last couple of weeks, he kicked one behind this game. Yeah, it's uh, just, you know, I would say that I'm quite worried. And the tattoo that I'd pretty much booked in is, uh, you know, that feeling like a fading distant memory Dif- different tattoo this time yeah it's just gonna say lift <laughs> hard to see you make finals yeah do you reckon do you reckon they got ahead of themselves maybe I don't know because like there is like crazy injuries that I guess we weren't expecting like I think Harry Jones just got injured again in his first game back for the VFL so that's bad. Uh, Stringer was expected to have the biggest start to a season ever because we just kept hearing about how fit and how good he was, and he's played, I think, one or two games. Two, yeah. Um, it was always going to be a deflating start. The only team I was, you know, like, and like I'd said it on in the off season before, but the game against Geelong in round one was going to show what Essendon were going to be yeah. like because there yeah. was a chance, and then we got done by ten goals, so. That chance yeah. faded pretty badly. Um, if we beat Collingwood, then all of a sudden we pr- could probably turn our season around off that. But yeah, if we lose Anzac Day, very, very, very uh, big bad news. Um, yep. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry, last, last game of the round. Tom. Yes. It's uh, time yeah. to talk about Brisbane now. Yeah. Sean, you have the floor. <laughs> no, go on, mate. No, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to start speaking. No, you're going to go over the top. It's of me. Geelong and Hawthorne time. Tom, you lost <laughs> yeah. by two goals. Yeah, Tom, you have the floor. Go on, mate. Please. <coughs> okay, so Tom's having a coughing fit. I'll just take over quickly. Hawthorne kicked the first three goals of the game, and I believe that in that period of time, Geelong didn't have a single disposal. This is karma for stealing yeah. my limelight. Yeah, yeah. I've probably edited out his coughing, but you need to know that at this moment in time, he's literally choking, punching his chest, can't breathe, <laughs> and now also laughing. He's removed his headphones. Oh, boy. Yeah. Maybe Get a glass of water, him. you silly cunt. <laughs> <laughs> you back? No, nah, he's not back yet. Um, so I guess I'll just keep talking about the game. Uh, I watched it. It was a juicy game. Uh, the moment that rain started raining in the third quarter, it looked like Geelong had it in the bag. Uh the world's, like, your most hated man, Sean, Jeremy Cameron, looked good, especially when it started raining sharp. But um, rain well, slowed he- down a bit, and yeah. uh, the Hawks were like, no, nah, we're still in this. Got it yeah. done. Tom, are you back? Yes. Oh, <laughs> great. I'm back. You have the floor. I'm back. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, so I would like to- Neal's 200th game. <laughs> and Collingwood were like, we're a pack of cunts. We're going we're gonna to tag him. We're going to try and tag him out of this game. So they put Scott Pendlebury on him. Which was Oof. just ridiculous, and um, had a quiet opening. I think he had four touches, and then he just said, "Scott Pendlebury, get fucked, you dog of a bloke." And he had fourteen touches and a goal in the second quarter, and he just turned it on. It was just absolutely on. Tom, you have the floor. 
Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Um, yeah, look, not a great result, but um, it's round five. We're three and two. We lost by two kicks. We kicked 11-14, and that's, I think, the worries. We had so many gettable shots to get three goals ahead. Um, Cameron, I think, kicked two out on the full, one that just didn't even go the distance. Puff had hit the post twice. Hawkins kicked one out on the full. Like, it was just... I think if you want to talk um, about a Hawkins miss, he took a snap just outside the goal square and missed. Got what oh, he deserved. It, it, I call that the justice. Belly, went out on the full. Um, <laughs> justice for taking a dive, Tom. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, did he take a dive? I think he did. Yeah, fuck yeah, he did. Yeah. Did he get 100%. fined yet? Where's the fine? Uh, I don't know. I reckon he'll get fined. but uh, He'll get fined, surely. Uh, good. Good on him. He was asked about it afterwards. He's like, yeah, I had to make sure the umpire saw me. Which no, is very are, funny. I hate that from him, Geelong. Fuckhead. He said, I did nothing wrong. And if he did say that, big cut. God, I'm sick of Geelong. I um, can't stand them. Joel, why is it that they turn it on and play well against us, but then they just fall to shit against everybody else? <laughs> it's disgusting. Um, Look, I, yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not too upset. That the positive I will take from this is that we are continuing to play a faster game, which is... Just nice to see. Um, a little bit concerned about Jack Henry, though. Uh, he obviously went up, went off with a foot injury, and it was the same foot that kept him out of preseason. So hopefully that's not too bad. Uh, we need to drop Luke Dalhouse, and we need to get the big Sav back in. Get him in there. Sav in bread, the most delicious of football snacks, needs to be fit? in our attack. Is he fit to play? Yeah, he's he was he only missed one game. He was available this week. Maybe he's just not in your best twenty-two, Tom. I think he is. I think yeah. he is. I tend to disagree with that, but yeah, um, we'll see. Yeah, I, there, there's a, some. Yeah, there's some positive signs. It's disappointing, but again, Stengel kicks three. Looks like he's going to be that player we need in that forward line to crumb, which we haven't really had for a while. So look, disappointing loss. Credit to Hawthorne. They played exceptionally well. Um, and I guess that's that's all I say about that. I, I will. I can recommend, boys, when your team loses by two goals, what you should immediately do after that is drive three hours in the rain. Yeah, good idea. Perfect, perfect way to just wild digest the game. Yeah, Tom, can I just ask: Is it more a case of Geelong as shit, or <laughs> Hawthorne just get up for this game? I, I think Hawthorne absolutely get up for this game. Someone pointed out that the, I think there's been. Easter Monday, not just Geelong Hawthorne, but Easter yeah. Monday, there's been like five or six decided by two goals or less. Yeah. Um, I think it just, and like we went to last year's, you and I, and yeah. Geelong and Hawthorne, where we both finished, they were rebuilding and we, you know, made finals. That game was still decided by under a kick. Like, yeah. I think they just get themselves up and that result, and that would be the way if the fortunes were reversed. I think Geelong, I think those games are just close. Sucks yeah. to lose it, but I, I'm not. I'm not hitting the panic button yet because again, we at least were taking the game on. Yeah, fair call. I think Geelong are mentally weak, and that's where they crumble sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that's just what I believe. Yeah, maybe if they spent uh, more time at footy practice, you know, trying to kick a couple of goals rather than learning how to dive in a way where they get the free kick but don't get fined. Um, yeah, probably pay off in the long run. Hey, he dived, and he's a a big dummy. Yeah, he's a fun I love him. He's a great boy. He's a good boy. He's a cheat. (laughs) All right. right. I'll tell you what, you'd never see Joe Danaher do that. (laughs) 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 
Oh, Joey. Uh, the mayor. Uh, we love it. We love it when he does it because he's a rascal. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's cheeky. The mustache uh, lets him get away with it. He twirls his I mustache. Love, I love. And then I misses love the goal. <laughs> and then I love that every every key forward in the game love like we'll do it at some point. There is not a there is not a there is not a full forward who hasn't put a slathering of mayonnaise on a push. And I love it. I love Tom, it so much. Uh, Sean, just quickly on Joe Danaher, and before we, uh, I guess, start wrapping up the episode. But does it bother you? As a yes. Brisbane supporter, when he just absolutely shanks a goal and makes a fucked decision, and then just like turns around and just has like a bit of a laugh to himself, and just like is totally, it could be the game winning kick, and he does yeah. it. He's just like, oh well, shit happens. Joel, you take the good with the bad. That's that's who he is. You can't take that away from him. If you take that away from him, if you say, Joe, you can't giggle out there and smile, <laughs> he will, he'll he never kick a goal. Yeah. Sometimes it kicks him from 70, like snaps yeah. him from 70 in the first 20 seconds of a game. Sometimes yep. he handballs it 10 meters out from the goal square and the commentators throw up all over themselves when they're watching it. <laughs> yep. All right. So, <clears throat> Tom. Yes. Joel, now that you're back, mm-hmm. do we have any emails? We've got a couple. Uh, in my absence, they've slowed down a little, and I'm just here to say, got any emails, fucking send them in. But um, we got Andrew, um, the resident North supporter. He just emailed us at quarter time, um, letting us know that uh, his Good Friday was over. Um, he, uh, <laughs> he Andrew had to walk- loves a loves an email mid game. Mm, he um. He uh, was so depressed that he, like, he was just like, I have to, for my own, you know, had to do, like, a mental health plan, which he uh, just had to turn the TV off. He did all his housework and then just fired up the highlights of the 96 and 99 grand final. (laughs) (laughs) That's Uh, Uh, Yeah, it's going to be a long season, Andrew, for me and you at this point. And Tom. And we've actually got an email here. Oi. Well, someone we haven't heard from in the email inbox for a while. I'll just read it out to you. So it starts with footy punks. <laughs> Apparently, COVID wasn't enough to stop your unrelenting barrage of insults. You have forced my hand. In approximately six months, my schedule will be clear. At which time I will have one focus to take down the How Goods footy boys. Think of my ill-fitting suits as the poppy sent to John Wick by his late wife. You've beaten those suits to death, and now I only have vengeance in my heart and enough high-quality fabrics to smother at least three grown men. Sleep with one eye open. Gillian McLaughlin. <laughs> Gillian. Is his name Gillian? Mm. No, it's Gillian. Gillian oh, yeah. oh, Gillian. Gillian and Gillian. <laughs> Gillian is so much better. Gillian McLaughlin. <laughs> hey, hey, boys, to that, I just say, fucking bring it on, cunt. <laughs> oh Jesus! And uh, seas, just end- Tom, far out, mate. Steady on. Just to end the show, a uh, bit of huge news. Friend of the show, Jason, who has appeared in an episode uh, previous, Carlton supporter. Um, he and his partner, who is a Port Adelaide supporter, uh, are expecting their first child this week. He was going to send us an email, uh, but the stress of that game and the fact that you know he's expecting a kid in the next couple of days, he hasn't. But he has promised me a voice message for next week, so we'll play that on the show. And Jason, if you're listening, good luck. And uh, Jason also just said 
He's already signed their unborn up for membership today. Huge. To which team? I'm Whoa. gonna guess Carlton, but that is yeah. a great question. That's a cheeky I think dad. If you carry move. it, if you carry it, you get first dibs. I see, see Tom. That's a, Tom. If you do all the work, you get first crack. Here's here's Whoa. what I reckon's happened, Tom. There wasn't a discussion. Then just all of a sudden, there's gonna be a membership card in the mail. <laughs> he, Jason right. has struck at the perfect time where. It's probably the only time where footy isn't on anyone's mind, and he's just like mm. quickly snuck off to a computer, got it done. He's he's a weapon. That's okay, dangerous. Move. And Jason, if it's a boy, um, a, a great first name is Michael Voss. <laughs> I thought you were about to say Sean Carney. Is- no, no, no. <laughs> well, no, no. There's we've had Jason names. on the show like before. Michael his Voss. last name's Morrison. So Michael Voss Morrison. Whoa, MVM. That's pretty fucking good. That's dangerous. Michael Voss, one call word. it Nina, yeah. and then it's just Nina Morrison. Fuck. Oh, she gets a mullet, hell. done. <laughs> well, Jason, we um, look forward to hearing to you. Good luck with everything. And uh, this episode, it's good to be back, and it was good to be back for an episode that had fucking angry energy. Essendon, yeah, look, if yeah. what hell, are you fucking Calm down doing to me? Hey, I'm not... I will. I Look, I promise the next week will be better, because it's how good's footy, not how shit is the AFL yes, media. So please. I will... I will but I just yeah. wanted everyone to know that, that that's where I'm coming from. Yeah, Joel and I accept your apology, but yeah. just don't be so aggressive about every little thing, please. Yeah, Tom, um, how about how about you just like lighten up a bit, have a bit of fun in these podcasts, and stop being yeah, so angry, on, trying to threaten to fight and kill everyone. <sighs> it's yeah. true. It's true. I'm just yeah, I'm not myself. Yeah, maybe I'm maybe I need a Snickers or something. Yeah, yeah, that's you need that's a Milo fair. ice cream if you can oh. fucking find one. <laughs> Hey, guess what I had in Hall's Gap, champion? Did you have one? Wow. Wasn't that yep. GMHBA Stadium, though, was it? No, it wasn't. No. Yeah, it's because no. they're a myth. That's, um, you're a fucking myth. I'll bash you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap this up before a fist fight form breaks out. So uh, see you next week. Yeah, come fight me. Send me an email, howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually. I'm at Orchid Treater in the Max car park near my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Carney for 55. And I'm at Douche 13, and if you're going to fucking swing for the king, you better not fucking miss, cunt. Yeah.